Welcome to Mutual Victory. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Now, we don't usually title our episodes. It's true. But if we did, today's episode would be called So You Want to Marry a Hippie Witch. Mm. Infomercial style. Infomercial style. So you've decided to marry a witch. (laughs) That's a better title than what I was going to say. What were you going to say? Well, I I wasn't prepared for coming up with the title, so I was just going to blurt out, Bitch, I'm a witch. <laughs> That's a good title, too. That's a good title. It grabs you. Grabs you. But I mean, this, this is good. But, you know, I'm approaching this from a different point of view, which is like, look, it's true. guys out there, if you're courting, Ooh. dating, courting, and if you decided to make that next step mm-hmm. with a witch, mm. there's just some information that you should have. Be aware of. Good information. Yeah. To have. Yeah. Are you going to write a little pamphlet to go with it? Nope. That's oh, okay. what this is. It's just this. Yeah. Just this. There's no. No. Not dropping leaflets. <laughs> User guide. No. This. Well, you know, I don't know. If this, if this episode gets traction, <laughs> maybe we'll do a, maybe we'll do a, a, mm-hmm. a vlog mm. about it. We'll yeah. expand on it. I'm sure good. there are some stories and anecdotes that don't make it today that will come out. I mean, they're probably ongoing. Yeah, they are. Ever so. Then that's the first thing. It's like, you think you've been around some of this crazy shit long enough that you're like, I got a handle on this. Mm -hmm. I know what to expect. You don't. When did you know I was a hippie witch? Like, when did that dawn on you? I don't know, but. I mean, relatively early. You didn't hide any of this shit. Right. It wasn't like I was keeping anything. You didn't, you didn't like wear <laughs> slacks and shirts with collars and present this totally uh, different. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You didn't and present- I mean, there was a level of professionalism working in a high school. I wasn't, you know, walking right. around and like. Well, I mean pentagrams and <laughs> it's true but also the, the few high schools where i've worked you know there's been a pretty lenient dress code you know there wasn't like you must wear this this and this you know there was Accurate. Some, you know um but that being said you know people would look like they were showing up to work but there'd be some variations some, mm. you know within that acceptable work attire and departmental framework. variations as well. Yes. And right. that kind of, yeah, I thought of an article of clothing you would wear mm. associated with the department that you didn't work right. or have experience. But I guess we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. You did not present this one front. And then I had two conversations. We're like, whoa, where's this coming from? <laughs> no, this was never really a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you were a hippie witch was never surprising to me. So you thought, at least to a degree, you knew what you were getting into. No, that's the whole point. Like, <laughs> you know, like you hear hippie witch. Like if you hear those two, you know, words used to describe someone, mm-hmm. you know, an, an idea comes to mind. You make you know, some you, assumptions. You conjure an image. You conjure a lot of things. But then there's always this layer that you're like, okay, I mean, of course, especially with me not having any experience with this. So it's like, oh, okay, I've heard of these things, but then they're 10 layers deeper because it's like, oh, this is 
It's a whole new level. This is next level. Next level. Yeah. All right. So all right. So guys, we we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've we've you know maybe we're at a music festival and <laughs> we see someone and she's got like a flowy skirt. Flowy skirt maybe. check. She's got a jingly ankle bracelet. Jingle bracelet check. You know. Of course, she's dancing in, I won't say the pit, because like if you're at a festival where the hippie witches are, usually not a pit, like a mosh pit, so it's not typically a, like a metal fest. Usually some sort of reggae, indie rock, mm-hmm. lighter fare. So there's like, you know, the free flowy dancing going on. Definitely. You know, there's that, you know, feet with soles, black as sin, <laughs> hasn't worn shoes. All summer. <laughs> These are just things. So, like, guys, okay, we, we get it. I get it. If this is the person that's catching your eye, then this infomercial, this info pat info podcast is for you. Because mm. there's some things you need to know. Some things that aren't on the surface. And some things, even if they are on the surface, there's a, there's another level. So we need to... So this is like a PSA, almost. It's a public yeah. service announcement. Yeah, it okay. is. Okay. Right. Okay. Because that's probably a lot of squares out there, like myself. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that see someone dancing at something like Grassroots, yeah, with a big hula hoop made of beads. Yes. <laughs> what the hell that goddamn thing was. That's such a fun thing. I'm sure it is. There's anyway, giant mala beads. Yeah, giant. Exactly. Hell or mala beads that you can hula hoop with. Yeah. I mean. You know, it's really no difference than like a giant rosary that you'd hula hoop with. There's a lot of differences. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make me a giant rosary? My intention is to hula hoop. What would the que- What would the answer to that be? Well, I mean, if you're asking someone who is going to make this thing, they're like, whatever. But I right. Mean, so, the, do you want the dangly part that has the cross on it? Like, do you want to go super sacrilege with your? Hippie dancing beads of sin. I think it's brilliant because you're, you know, you have to like mindfully concentrate on sending this bead rope around your waist a certain amount of times. Like it, it is, you have to focus. It's, it's a meditation in and of itself. So, oh, I would totally agree. You could be like reciting mantra as you're hula hooping around. You could, you could. probably are. But so if I had a rosary however, version, I would do an Our Father. See, no. if 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 that if you're ending that statement with a question, <laughs> just don't leave this to the squares. I'll leave that part to you. Yes, you can do the reciting, and I'll do the hula hooping. Right. That's why we make a great team. Right. So you can start to do something and say, "Hey, honey, I'm hula hooping the Our Fathers." <laughs> and I'll just say, please don't. It's true. That's exactly what you would say. Yeah. So among the numerous things that I've had to like pause and learn about and absorb mm. throughout courting and being married to a hippie witch, I should also mention that being married to does not end this cycle of, I'm saying the word nonsense, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I think we've both coined the term nonsense to be more playful, more fun. Yes. So it's not with that negative connotation like this is ridiculous. But I mean, it is. But it's also done right. not like this is nonsense garbage. Well, it's- and one of the tenets of 
mutual victory and marriage rules is participating in each other's nonsense. We've had that as kind of a, you know, a mantra on top of a mantra, like, thank you for participating in my nonsense. I'll participate in your nonsense. You participate in my nonsense. Wonderful. Mutual nonsense participation. It's an imperative. It is. Yeah. And it's imperative to continue because, I mean, it's easy to do that on date four, five, six, month three, four, eight, (laughs) year one or two. But by year eight, you're just like, what are you presenting me? Mm -hmm. And you got to be up for it. Got to be up for it. Yeah. Well, up for it enough to try. Because there's some there's some things you could be like, hey, you know, here's a here's some nonsense, and you're like, um, all right, like golf. Mm. You know, honey, come right around while I play golf. Totally. I, I would not expect you to like. Yes, I will do this every day. You do it and want to be in it as much as you are, but I will participate in that nonsense, right, to some yeah. degree, and I will be a hundred percent in when I'm there. I won't like right hundred percent. Showing up, yeah, you, total yes, excited, enthusiastic, cheering you on, impressed with everything you do. Wow, you I wouldn't, you could golf clap me on. You wouldn't have to cheer. That's a <laughs> level of admiration. I wouldn't be. I would be shocked. Um, that's the level of admiration I bring. <laughs> you do, you bring it, and I'm grateful. So, I'm just I'm trying to distill these things down mm-hmm. into into broad categories, broad topics. So like here's some things you should be aware of. And it was kind of hard to narrow it down or even think about all of them because they're just so goddamn many. How about when you met my mother? Yeah. That's always well, I mean that's good because this is a good segue. Mm. Because it's something common enough in relationships. Yes. Also shares that special slice of like this is like the the grand witch. I shouldn't say grand witch. Maybe like <laughs> <laughs> there's there's you the witch, in, and then there's in Ronald Dahl's The Witches. Uh, Angelica Houston plays that character. She's the Grand High Witch. Grand High Witch. Yeah. Which, yeah. It was not that kind. Yeah. Well, it was just like that. I was <laughs> I was the boy who I'm like, oh, you're gonna turn me into a mouse. You're gonna turn you? me into a mouse. Yeah. She did not. She did not. She did very quickly need to know your astrological chart information. Right. And first day you met her, she read your tarot. Right. And this this ties into two different topics. So your mother, this is good. Where one is astrology and two is tarot. Mm. So yeah, these were two two separate things. And your mother, you know, meeting your mother, this is can encompass both. So first off, this is like the, this like question is almost replacing the, how are you? Hello, my name is. Right. How are you? Right. (laughs) What is your, now here's the thing. It's not just what's your astrological sign. Apparently there's like seven things. What's your rising sign? (laughs) What's your moon sign? Right. What's your upside down North star sign? Sun, moon, rising. Don't know the difference between any of them. (laughs) I've got the first one and that's it. Fortunately... I will hold this information for the both of us and let you know what's what when there's m- astrological mischief afoot. Yeah, I know. And I, in going into this, I knew there was one. Like, what's your sign? Right. And honestly, before, like, before this, before this thing, this thing, <laughs> I don't even know if I could have identified what I was. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, I no, yeah. I think if you would have asked me, I don't know if I would have known. Did I just straight up ask you for your birthday and your birth time then? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Probably. You know, I was at the point in my life where I was just not messing around anymore. Like, if you can't hang, if you're going to sneaky hide your astrological shit with me, this isn't going to go anywhere anyway. So well, let's yeah, know I mean, right away. That's the benefit of doing this when we were in our 30s. We're like, we didn't e- weren't even willing to pretend right. to put on some sort of facade no. for a handful of weeks. It was just like, okay, done with this bullshit. Here are our cards on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're down, great. If not, it's great too. And now I know this. It's great too. Yeah. We'll still be colleagues. Well, yes, we will. <laughs> we will still be polite in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you probably asked me my birthday. Yeah. And you probably responded, oh, okay. This tells me everything. Uh, I, I responded lost. with, fucking thank God. Yeah. Because Matt's a Virgo, and I'm so all about those earth signs. Like, I love earth signs. So you're already just, even in your explanation, just like, Virgo, and then the earth sign. It's like, these are two different words. Again, (laughs) what? What does that mean? Mm. Apparently, it just means the best. That's exactly what it means. Yeah. If you look up Virgo, it says the best. Does anyone not want a Virgo? I could imagine that signs, like it probably irritates certain air signs or fire signs. Like well, we don't really care about them, do we? Oh my god! This is the question. You're just going to step into astrological elitism when you just said that you don't know what earth signs mean. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, gonna do it. I'm gonna own it. Well, you do have a little bit of Libra sprinkled in there. So oh, that yeah. tells me more. That tells you nothing. <laughs> Um, which there's, you know, as a Virgo, as a Le- as a Libra moon, it was like sweetness. So, you know, if it was Libra sun, we would be having a different conversation or it would have been a non-starter. I don't know. Oh, but, but because I have Libra, we're moon. Libra moon. That means. It means that you're like, in for me, it meant in that moment that you're like sweetness and romanticism was in appropriate places. Oh, okay. And it being, you know, fully grounded by Virgo sun, Virgo rising. So I had hit the Virgo jackpot already. Mm. And like the other things were like, I can work with whatever is coming with mm. dual Virgo okay. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then I had to share that information with mom. Yep. And she was impressed immediately. As she, she was, probably should have She been. was thrilled. Uh, absolutely. And um, then she immediately needed to read your tarot. She had read mine about you prior to meeting you. Mm. And this was where it was declared that you were the Knight of Cups. Ooh. Which apparently, which sounds kind of cool. I mean, you have the word knight in there. So yeah. anything with that, any anything with that title, I will gladly own. Super great. cool yeah. archetype. Yeah, it's a dope archetype. Bring to the table early in a relationship. Lots of cool knights out there already. Yes. Jedi knights, the cool dark knights. knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. And and so then you got to meet her for the first time and she was like, uh, how about I read your tarot? What were you thinking? I was thinking, let's do this. Okay. Yeah, I was all in. I was not. I was You're not reticent at all. No, and I wasn't like sitting there waiting for you waiting for her to be done to be like 
well, this is all mumbo jumbo garbage. Like I wasn't sitting there waiting to do that. I was just like, okay, let's see what this stuff is. Mm. And I think, I don't remember anything about that, that reading. Um, Details wise. No, nothing at all. I, I think I remember a vague feeling of like, huh, you said a lot of things that were that kind of hit home or were a little specific or you know, that was suspiciously on the nose kind of thing. So it, it wasn't like I'm ready to dismiss this outright for no reason. And also like part of me is like, okay, maybe there's something to this mm. more than I know. Like there, there's something going on that I can't explain and can't dismiss immediately. It's one of the things that you're really good at. Well, yeah, I'm pretty smart. That and humility. <laughs> if I have to say, I am the best. <laughs> what? Probably in the world of humility. <clears throat> wow. Okay. No, continue. Go ahead. Um, you're just really good at like, I don't completely understand this thing and I'm not going to dismiss it. Whatever that thing is. Yeah. And that plays out in a lot of probably the different scenarios. I don't even know what you're going to bring up in this talk about your hippie witch wife and what you've endured. <laughs> and yet I imagine that in many of those scenarios, what you bring to this situation is not like dismissive or skepticism. You're like, okay, I just because I don't know about this or I, I don't necessarily understand how this works doesn't mean that it isn't legit. Yeah. Okay, so for the guys out there, for the fellas that are listening, and they're like, I met this this hippie witch at, you know, some sort of Earth Roots Festival. Mm. When she starts asking you your birthday, well, more than, you know, than that, she's going to ask you what time you were born. So you probably will then immediately text your mother and say, Mom, what time was I born? Right. <laughs> that definitely happened. And so, yeah. So let's get, you gotta get, just roll with it. Roll just with roll it. With just it. Text your mother. Text Say, your mother. What and then time roll was I born? It. Roll with it. Don't dismiss it. You know, be like, just, just, just see where it goes. Just keep it going. <laughs> but for the tarot, I would. I mean, you know, because that kind of shit's always cool. Where it's just like, so I'm going to do this kind of like otherworldly exercise thing, and it's going to kind of give sort of insight, which like you know. You can be a, spe- a skeptic, but then there's always some part, for me anyway, there's some part of me that's like, you know, are you going to ask me a question? Are you can make me think about something, provide mm-hmm. some sort of insight I never would have found before or thought about right. to like make me think about me, my position, where I am, that kind of stuff. So that's, that part of it is always fun. But the one thing that happened that kind of sealed it for me as far as like your witch lineage and like pedigree, mm. I guess I don't know if it's the right word or <laughs> is, is your yoga teacher training graduation. Oh, when, yeah. When you did your first, was it a 200 hour? Yeah. YTT? Yep. You decided to have the graduation for your class at our house, right? That like, was just the party. We had the graduation the party, right. at the Peace Pagoda. Graduation yeah. was somewhere else, but we had a post party with like all the students that you mm-hmm. graduated with, all the families and children. And, you know, there was probably. 40 people uh-huh. at least at least in our house where we're living and it was summer so like people were inside outside on the porch it was, on the solstice. Lawn. It was solstice right it was a great time your mother was there don't know how it started 
don't know how it came up. Uh-huh. Someone either asked or she was just like, something, something tarot. And then someone, one of your students was like, hey, can you read my tarot? Oh, and yeah. your mom said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't pay attention to that reading or any other reading. But I think your mother must have read for 15 people. At least. At least. Day. Yeah. And one thing was common throughout all those readings. <laughs> I could be going from inside to outside, getting food, mm-hmm. getting drinks, you know, making sure people had what they needed. But every time I passed, we had that couch, right? It was an L-shaped couch. Yeah. Your mother was just sitting in the corner. And someone was sitting next to her having the tarot read. Every time I passed, whether it was the same person or a different person, everyone was in tears. Yes. <laughs> yep. Everyone had red face, mm-hmm. red eyes, and was sobbing. 100%. <laughs> well, and it was an emotional day because it's yoga teacher training graduation. So it's like... Yeah. You know, a a culmination of the time and like this family that's built and you don't know when you're going to see each other. So there was emotions were running high. It was also the solstice. There was other magic shit happening. Solstice? It was was a lot. I've had a lot of feelings around a nice sunny day in the summer. (laughs) Never, ever looked anything like any of your fellow students sitting next to your mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So every time I walk by, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What is that, honey? What um, is happening? Someone, uh, your mother is making someone cry. Yeah. Uh, honey, some, you know, your mother is making someone a, else a cry. A new person cry. Yes. <laughs> there were a lot of, yeah, there were a lot of hard, tr- I don't want to say hard truths. There were a lot of hard questions, hard messages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was just like, I mean, because often what happens is a card will be placed down. And your mother might say something like, oh, this is this card, something, something, or silence. And then there'll be a question like, oh, is there someone in your life that has just re-entered you haven't seen in a while? Yes. How is this relationship? And it's a question. And it's worse that way. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're just expecting information. You're like, wait, shit, I got to participate? Yeah. There's there's a and a part? I was not ready. Yep. Yeah, that's the hardest part. You're caught off guard. I forgot. I, I forget about that. Because you're caught off guard. You're like, so tell me about so and so. And you're like, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to buckle up because you don't know what the cards will reveal. Yeah. And everyone cried. This beautiful day. <laughs> it was the height of summer. There was so much crying for it you. Was so much. For you to be around. Oh, that's, I guess, another thing. Guys. There's going to be a lot of crying. There's going to be a lot of crying. There's so much crying. Mm-hmm. Which is tricky for, I would say, what, what are we calling your type of guy? Squares? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and only in that they're not well-versed or brought up in this witch-type lineage. Wait, right, because Does, what is the lineage that you were brought up in? Irish Catholic? Yes, that yeah so gathering together in circle on summer solstice reading tarot and crying was Mm. probably not something that was part of your formative years you know what's weird we (laughs) didn't really do that didn't do that did you (laughs) no didn't do that a lot of emotions um so yeah so that was kind of 
the cascade of crying people mm. sitting next to your mother with something. Now, speaking of yoga, guys, you're going to do yoga. You'll do yoga. Yeah. And this isn't even like a you should. Mm. You, you know, you, you just will. Just will. You're going to. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And there's a lot of different kinds. <laughs> and you, you won't get a choice. Oh, my God. Sorry. I should rephrase. <laughs> Not the choice to do it. The choice of the type of yoga. This is just all up to the dice roll. Hey, maybe she's entering a kundalini mm-hmm. awakening phase. That. And you're going to be doing that. You so will. So have fun with that if you've never done anything. That's great. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's been into it for a couple years and she's still in some sort of vinyasa flow and it's basically just... Glor- I hate to say glorified stretching, which is like the way you would approach it as a dude. That's I'm like, this is just stretching. True. This is stretching for an hour. And, you know, I have if- seen dudes appro- approach it in that way. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, a good mindset to go into it with. Yes. Yes. I mean, stretching. It's just it's just stretching. And then there is other magic that happens. But we don't have to worry about that initially. Right. Yeah, you got to let that, that magic is like, you know, it's like the bubbles in a soda. It'll just come up. It'll come up. When it does. And when it does, it's fine. But. And you are an athlete. And you've been an athlete your whole life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, I played sports. Uh, Yeah, I played sports. Played sports. You ran you were a runner you coach sports coach baseball okay there's running involved in baseball yeah, that's there's... true yes okay i know yeah. I, I laugh because i played baseball um mostly which is not like the most high intensity car cardio sport but by the time we got together i had been kind of a runner yeah like there was some time years yeah. before i was running you know one summer i did three runs a week Two were five miles and one was a 10 plus, like between 10 and 12 miles. And I was running a lot. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And I knew this about you. Yeah. And so coming to a hot yoga class was not, I cannot run, friends. Like unless something is chasing me and it will probably end in my death, I am not running. It isn't fun for me. It's hard. I don't like any of it. I don't know where this flow state is that everybody says you get into. It's torture. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, he's a runner. He's an athlete. He's been an athlete his whole life. We're going to this hot power yoga class together. So I want to pause and just say, we, you know, we don't have a producer yet for the show, (laughs) but fake producer, could you cue the infomercial... PSA music. Ooh. Okay, guys, I understand that when someone says to you, hey, mm. would you come to a yoga class with me? Yeah. You know, maybe you're like, hmm, not my jam, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for you. Yes. I'm going to do it to see where this relationship goes. Particularly when we are going to have really good Indian food afterwards. But I have to say, if the word that precedes yoga is hot, I don't want to say slam on the brakes, <laughs> but I will say pump the brakes. Not of the whole relationship. It's so Not of the courtship, but of just that idea of activity. Attending that particular class, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Ask some more questions. 
ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of follow-up questions mm. about what that class is like. Yeah. When they say hot, what's hot? Hot's a relative term. Give me Everything. some numbers. Give me some numbers. Oh, it was uh, 98 degrees, I think. <laughs> Between 98 and 102. If, if I knew a 98 degrees song, <laughs> I would quote it right now. But I couldn't tell you any. It was probably somewhere in there, give or take. That was the worst. 30% humidity. Awful, terrible thing I've I've made myself do in a long time. It was so bad. You were rather unhappy at yeah. the end of so that yoga class. You said to me, hey, let's do it. And this was not like <laughs> the first yoga class you ever decided to bring me to. No. We had, we had done yoga before. Mm-hmm. And... Other than the temperature and humidity of the room, it was not unlike any yoga that I've ever done before with you, right? It was, you know, flowy. There was stretching, which I, like, oh, I can do this. It's kind of slow. Planks, chaturangas, downward dogs. You were great at all. Like, you were great at yoga. Yeah, it was fine. It was the hot. It was, that was part of it. I don't mind the hot. The yoga had to be scaled back about 50%. It was really fast. If if, if the temperature and humidity of that room was going to be what it was. Yeah, it was hot. It was fast. so bad. So like, yeah, we decided to do this. It was like a Thursday. It Let's was drive down, to, drive down to Albany. We'll go to a class taught by your friend, fellow student who is now teaching at the studio. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go get Indian food or we'll go do get dinner afterwards. Right? Perfect. Perfect. Nice little Thursday evening. Thursday date night. So... I had a miserable experience. So like (laughs) doing this class, I'm like, okay, this is kind of okay. This is hard. This is something (laughs) I don't want to, this has to end now. And (laughs) I even had a thought that like, I I think it was my, I was picking dinner. Like we went into the day, I'm like, yeah, I'll pick the dinner. Like I'll either, we'll go home, I'll go get it or I'll prepare it. I was responsible for dinner in some way that evening. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe 25 to 38 minutes into that class. I'm like, I'm not getting dinner. I'm not doing this. She's on her own. There's probably some shit in the freezer I can eat. I am not. And it was like, push up to downward dog. I am not. Emphasis. I'm not doing, I'm not, no, mm. I'm not. You're on your own. Yeah. Screw this. How did you feel about me by the end of class? I was too tired to care about anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that the point? Was it just like... You just sweat out all your hate? Yes. I mean, that's what that's what I loved about hot yoga oh at that God. time in life. It was like anything that had happened all week at school, uh-huh. work, teaching, came out on that mat. Um, I Yeah, I could see how that would be good. And by the end, you're just like a floaty feather floater. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine, but I didn't, I don't know. I was okay before we had to go do sweat death yoga. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. See, now, here's the thing. With that, it's like I had no control. Now, I'm going to say this, and you can tell me I'm wrong. No control over what was going on in that class. Mm. What is your response to that? You could have spent the whole class in Shavasana. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. You could have been in child's pose. You know what? I could do child's pose at home. You could... (laughs) For free. We could do it for free. Well, you know, but instead we have this beautiful story. Oh, my God. I was so mad. 
And uh, yeah, I had so I had no control. I had no. Also, I didn't. If I had any idea of the sequencing about like what was going to happen next, <laughs> like okay, I can get through this because I know this is next and then that. I'm like, I have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Like, what could be after this? Like, I'm trying to conserve energy because if like, I do one more of these things, I may not have energy for whatever nonsense thing you're going to tell me to do next. Yeah, I just don't have it. And this was maybe before. You can always go into child's pose, which, of course, as a dude, I probably wouldn't have done anyway. As a one, you wouldn't have done anyway, as regardless number, of gender. As the number one dude? <laughs> that's what I heard. No. As an Enneagram one that's doing things right and following proper procedure and alleged yoga etiquette, which isn't actually a thing. And part of the yoga is recognizing when you've reach that edge and noticing when your ego is getting involved in your yoga practice and you say you know i'm i'm taking a time out here these are all great things to say to someone who's a novice (laughs) these are all wonderful options (laughs) otherwise it's like what the hell did i pay for i paid for someone to tell me what to do for an hour and a half in this (laughs) in this jungle in this bayou of a freaking yoga studio oh boy so yeah so, I, you know, the mental state during that class was, this is fun. This is not so bad. This is hard. I'm never helping you prepare a meal ever again. I wasn't going to gonna ever eat I'm again. Hung, I'm hungry. We can do Indian food. I'm over it now. But it was a, it was a, it was a wild ride. And, so, and I never, ever asked you to do that kind of yoga again. Yeah, you haven't. I've not. That was a smart move. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I either would have done it and been miserable or it was very similar no. to when um, your reaction in that class was very similar to when I took our daughter, our oldest, Abby, <laughs> to a yoga class in Florence, Italy. And yeah. uh, it was Ashtanga primary series. And she was so miserable and angry through 90% of that class and then came out and was like, I'm never doing rude yoga again. Rude, <laughs> rude yoga. yoga. Brilliant title. Yeah, rude yoga. I love it. So, I mean, I thought it was a fantastic class that that teacher was moving from from teaching in English to Italian to in Sanskrit and in Chinese. Really? In Mandarin. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it was amazing. Huh. I was getting distracted because I just wanted to watch her teach and forgot yeah. to like do wow. yoga. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't go with you guys that day. You did not. I probably slept in. It was probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're fine. So, yeah, disclaimer, hot yoga, not a good one to start. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely like whatever your yoga phase two is. Yeah. Definitely not a phase one. Yeah. Yeah. Ease into that one. Yeah, ease. Uh, So, something else. (laughs) So guys, we start talking about food now. We are. Oh, I knew yes. it. <laughs> so food. Yeah, this was a this was an interesting one. It continues to be an interesting one. Actually, less so now more than ever. Because you're used to it. No, because the children have left and you've stopped cooking things. Oh right, yeah. I'm so sick of cooking. <laughs> Over it. So there's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of things brought up put in front of you question mark 
Offered. No. Offered. Yeah. Offered. That's good. Offered. Just offering. And if you're. Tempe. See, now that's not even on this bullet list because I <laughs> forgot about Tempe. Because I don't even know what that is. Oh, gosh. Okay. Is it is it the same thing as Satan? Satan. No. Satan is wheat gluten. They're, they are like meat replacements, though. So it's like tofu beyond just tofu. Okay, guys, you're going to hear words like meat replacement. Meat replacement. Substitutes. And, and you are right to meet those types of words with some sort of, I don't want to say suspicion, skepticism, hmm. healthy skepticism. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, you could have, it could be a beautiful sunny summer solstice day <laughs> and if you're not crying at the tarot table you may want to enjoy a hot dog because who doesn't you know maybe you're watching the ball game and then maybe you want to have a hot dog because it's 1957 <laughs> we're getting hot dogs at the ball game what just sounds so old-timey in my head like there's a calliope playing in the background or something peanuts what what else do you think is happening well okay let's remember how we think eisenhower's gonna do it i didn't really grow up around a whole lot of sports right you know like when you're raised by also hippie witches and lesbian hippie witches it's like a, a lot of the things that sound kind of like a nuclear family activity like you hear about them you've watched them in sitcoms and so my brain goes to like old sitcoms where i've seen this happen it's like wally and beaver <laughs> i'm Is like that what you think? i'm like does this happen did this happen in the 90s parents were doing things like this in the 90s like what Pretty sure because we were going to protest so i'm not really positive that there were like people still going to ball games at that point <laughs> Just it's just where my brain immediately goes, and then I back it up, and I realize that that doesn't make any sense. Okay, good. Okay. That's a good self-aware yeah thought to have. Yes, and that was a, the specific scene that came into my mind was like a very everyone's wearing cute hats and suits, and they're at a ball game, and yeah, little bow ties, and <laughs> straw hats. Bow ties. Oh my God. It's basically a scene from A League of Their Own. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, yeah. So, the point of that was like, hey, here's something you enjoy and have enjoyed and eaten your entire life. Hot dogs. How would you like to enjoy this with 50% of the taste? I don't think that's accurate. I still maintain that if we did a blind taste test with hot dogs, you would not be able to tell the difference because they're all just these squishy, salty things. Can Matt tell the difference? Find out next week on Hippie Witch Part 2. For Jeannie, this is Matt. Thanks for listening. <laughs>